Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. faith is a physical resurrection of this man Jesus of Nazareth and I'm wording it that way for a reason a historical figure people will comment to me you know you, you believe this but you know what my, my Jesus would never do that and as you've heard me say before I, I have to tell them then you're making up a Jesus he's not the one who actually lived and died and rose again because he did some of the things that you would like to think that your Jesus wouldn't do if your Jesus wouldn't do the things he did you've made up a Jesus In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you of a major tenet in the Christian faith. Jesus of Nazareth rose from the grave. He was not gone. He was alive, crucified for you. But that isn't the end of the story. After Jesus was beaten, mocked, spit on, and had his hands and feet nailed to a cross, Jesus rose. Death could not hold the Savior of the world down. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. He says, moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you're saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again on the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. After that, he was seen by over five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to the present, but some have fallen asleep. After that, he was seen by James, then by all the apostles, and last of all, he was seen by me also, as by one born out of due time. For I am the least of the apostles, who am not worthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Therefore, whether it was I or they, so we preach and so you believed. Now, give me your attention. The first point that I want you to notice and consider from this passage, the first thing that Paul draws to their attention is that there is one consistent gospel message. You know, the word gospel just means good news. There's one good news. Paul says right off the bat, he says, Brethren, I declare to you what I'm telling you now, This good news I'm presenting, it's the same good news I presented in the beginning. I declare to you that which I preached, which also you received, by which you're also saved, if you hold fast to that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received. So he's 
it's a little redundant, but he's, Paul is basically saying, I'm not, I'm not making up something new here. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, come now with something different. This is not a new thing. This is not a different message. This is the same message that I brought to you in the beginning. I was with you a year and a half. You, you, you believed this. You've now, you've come to get your fellowship is built around this message. And it's not just me. Paul says the other guys, the other apostles, they, they agree upon it too. This is the foundation that's been laid. And whether they preach it or I preach it, this is what you believe. This is the message. This is the gospel. There's one gospel. Now that, that's important for us to understand because dating all the way back to the first century, there's been confusion about it. You understand they were they were coming up with something different already. They were coming up with something different. And Paul says, no, there's one message. There's one gospel. I'm delivering to you that which was delivered to me. Well, what's the message? That Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. And all kinds of people saw this. All kinds of people were eyewitnesses. Cephas and, and the, the Twelve and James and me. And, and you know what? More than 500 people at one time, most of whom are still around, if you want to go talk to them and interview them and verify that I'm telling you the truth. Point number one, there's one message. Point number two, the message is the resurrection. The central tenet of our faith is a physical resurrection of this man, Jesus of Nazareth. And I'm wording it that way for a reason. A historical figure. People will comment to me, you know, you, you believe this, but you know what, my, my Jesus would never do that. And as you've heard me say before, I, I have to tell them, then you're making up a Jesus. He's not the one who actually lived and died and rose again, because he did some of the things that you would like to think that your Jesus wouldn't do. If your Jesus wouldn't do the things he did, you've made up a Jesus. And there's a lot of that going around today. It's called idolatry. Just making up a God you can worship. One who is more like you. We need to be careful about that. We need to know who he is. We, we need to know the historical Jesus. The historical Jesus was from Nazareth. He was a carpenter. He is God. He became a man. He lived a life. He died for our sins, just like the scriptures said. Then he was buried. But on the third day, God raised him back from the dead. That's central. See, Paul goes on to tell us, and, and you know what, let's, let's read a little bit further. Now, if Christ has preached that he's been raised from the dead, how do some among you say there is no resurrection of the dead? See, there were people in Corinth, just like there are people today, saying resurrection, people coming back from the dead, that's ridiculous. When you're dead, you're dead. Nobody comes back from the dead. There's no resurrection of the dead. And Paul says, you know, there are people among you who say there is no resurrection of the dead. Well, verse 13 but if there's no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty. Yes, and we are found false witnesses of God. We who? We the apostles. Because we've testified of God that he raised up Christ whom he did not raise up, if in fact the dead do not rise. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You're still in your sins. Then also those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. In other words, Christians who've died, they're gone. They're just dead. There's no resurrection. They're done. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men the most pitiable. But now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who've fallen asleep. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. 
For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. But each one in his own order. Christ the firstfruits, afterward those who are Christ's. That is coming. Then comes the end, when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father. When he puts an end to all rule and all authority and all power. For he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death. For he has put all things under his feet. But when he says all things are put under him, it's evident that he who put all things under him is accepted. Now, when all things are made subject to him, then the Son himself will also be subject to him who put all things under him, that God may be all in all. Paul says you need to understand that what's going on here is that God the Father raised Jesus from the dead and made all of the creation subject to him. He is Lord of all, with one exception, God the Father. God the Father. Jesus is Lord of all under the Father. That's what Paul's telling us here. If the resurrection didn't happen, we have nothing, Paul says. You you have an empty faith. People who died as Christians, they're gone. Nothing. Not only that, Paul says, but we, the apostles, we're liars. If there's no resurrection, we're liars. False witnesses. We're misrepresenting God all together. You have no forgiveness. You're still in your sins. This is a ridiculous exercise in futility, and we should all go do something else if there is no resurrection. We need to be so clear on this. Because, guys, there's so many people today who say they're Christians. They call themselves Christians. And they deny the physical resurrection of Jesus Christ. They say it didn't happen. Well, then the Bible says they're not Christians. They're something else. And so you and I need to, we live in an age where we need to be careful, we need to understand, we need to be discerning, you know, not be gullible. We need to recognize that not everybody who says, yeah, I'm a Christian, is a Christian. Many of them believe other things. They've made up other stuff or they've embraced, you know, other unbiblical notions and, and, and ideas. The Mormons made up a different Jesus. There are a lot of groups out there who've made up a different Jesus. We, we had a group leading a Bible study in South Beach. This was 10 years ago, I guess that um, their founder was a former Baptist minister. Basically, to make a long story short, back in the 60s, you know, the, 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 the era of free love and free sex and so forth and so on, he decided he liked that better than what he found in the Bible. listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? 
please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying, and if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.